Welcome to Elevate, a podcast from JPA Health. At Elevate, JPA industry experts with over 50 years of experience in public affairs will share best practices and innovative ideas to influence the changing health landscape. Every episode, JPA will explore issues and trends impacting the intersection of policy, business, and society in health. We can't wait to share the tips and tricks that your organization can execute to manage the outside and inside game to elevate your interests. Hi, this is Audra and Ryan, and together we co-host Elevate, JPA's public affairs podcast. So it's been a while. What are we talking about today, Ryan? Well, today we're going to do something a little bit different uh, than we normally have done in previous episodes, and that's because we have some new exciting research from our proprietary tool called Gretel, which many of our listeners and clients are very familiar with. But essentially what this research has done or what has been a byproduct of some of the research we've been conducting is categorizing and compiling a dynamic list of the top health policy reporters in the United States. Um, we've wait, created- wait, wait, Ryan, let's, say, yeah. let's just rewind and repeat that. We are dropping today the top 10 health policy reporters you need to know. Correct. Dun, dun, dun. The top right. 10. Yes. yes. <laughs> and, and we're only going to give everybody 10 today on our podcast, which we'll get to a little bit later. But if you go to jpa.com slash public affairs, you can download a list of the top 50. And again, this is a dynamic list. So there's going to be three different lists of different rankings of, of the top 50 reporters. Okay. So there'll be three different categories, which we'll go over a little bit later. And you'll see the top 50 of each one of those reporters in those categories uh, ranked. But we're only going to give you 10 today. You have to download the PDF in order to get the full list of 50. And trust me, you want this list. So Ryan is on his um, marketing conversion um, bag today. But when we say top 10, top 50, what do we mean? The top 50 wittiest, the top 50 funny, which does that exist in health policy reporters? Only on a health policy Valentine's Day. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. um, You know, what are we talking about exactly? Well, a lot of times, as you know, clients will come to us and they'll say, uh, you know, they want to have some more earned media opportunities, or they would at least like to have some more conversations with some reporters in the healthcare space, but they don't know who to go to, right? They're always focused on big brand name uh, outlets, you know, they're focused on top tier reporters, people who are typically inundated with big stories or feature pieces, um, and, and it can be bewildering, and it can be bewildering to PR pros too, Um, So we set out to create a list that was usable based on your priority. So if you wanted to, for instance, have a conversation um, with a reporter who influences a lot of other reporting in the health policy space, you would go to a different list, right? If you wanted to influence people inside the beltway about a regulatory priority or a legislative update that's, you know, happening on Capitol Hill, you would go to a different set. Or if you wanted to have a more 
broader reaching conversation about um, a trend that you're seeing in healthcare or uh, a product or, you know, something like that, then you're going to go to a different list. And so realizing that there's different needs for different priorities, we wanted to create something that was usable for all kinds of those different priorities and get people out of that prism prison of two ideas, right? Where it's like, oh, I only have to go to top tier or I have to settle for the trades. Well, it's a mixture of both. Yeah. And I love what you said, usable. Usable is the key word there. Okay. Because I'm sorry, but if you have a story on a very nuanced issue and you're trying to go to the New York Times, that might not be the most appropriate uh, publication, right? You yep. know, you really need to look at who can actually move on your issue. This is public affairs, not just PR. We're actually trying to inspire action here. And this, this couldn't come at a better time, Ryan, because right now lobbying is up again, up the wazoo. The yep. Beltway is buzzing again, um, particularly as we're coming back from congressional recess. And what we're seeing is that lobbying in healthcare is really increasing in specific areas, partly spurred by the pandemic um, and all the issues that are arising. And so it's going to just get noisier um, at this point. We're seeing that the pharma companies weighing in on issues, hospitals are weighing in on issues, nonprofits are weighing on issues, and they're all trying to move their issue along before the end of the year. And certainly before next year when we have the midterms. So in this very noisy atmosphere, you know, how do you get your issue moved? You need to be more targeted uh, with your engagement. You need to have a real strategy and you need to talk to the right reporters. Yeah. And, you know, that's our hope with this list, right? I mean, obviously we, we'd love to have conversations with folks who've read the list that, you know, after they've downloaded it from our website um, and see how we can help. But honestly, this list is for, for anybody who's having trouble cutting through the noise, as you say, Ajwa, right? It's, um, it's hard to do that. It's hard to create surround sound around your issues. Um, and it's hard to get not just the media attention, but the attention of, of policymakers and their staff um, and even of, of advocates who would otherwise be on your side and be great champions for your issues. Um, so, you know, a list like this has a lot of purposes, and that's why we set out to create it and categorize it and rank it. Um, you know, and as, as we've said, um, it's not a subjective uh, list, right? This is not Ajwa and Ryan sitting down and picking our top 50 <laughs> favorite reporters. Even um, though a lot of our favorites didn't make this, by the way. But that this is, is true. Just Ryan saying that please continue to um, invite us to, you know, lunch if you can, uh, you know, happy hour if you can. This, this, we're not to blame here. Blame Gretel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, we do, we want to have a conversation, but we also, we want to talk about Gretel too, because um, that tool has vast capabilities um, for a multitude of different issues. And we can, you know, dig deep into all kinds of, um, 
you know, different subsets of these reporters and who's talking about what issues. And so it's really not, you know, a one size fits all. And I think when people download the list um, and start perusing through it, you know, they will see some of those usual suspects, so to speak. And yeah, some of our favorites that we work with on a regular basis are in there. Um, but again, I think the quality of the list uh, is really revealed in the diversity of the people on that list, right? You have a diversity of people inside and outside the beltway. You have a diversity of people who are geographically located. Some of them are in DC, New York, but others are around the country. Um, and of course, you also have a diversity in the type of outlet. Not everybody on the list is going to be from the Washington Post or the New York Times. You're going to see some really great reporters from some really stellar outlets there. Um, and it's going to be useful. And I think at first glance, people will realize that. But really, you know, the feedback we would be interested in, right, is, is after you've looked at the list, um, you know, did it give you ideas for who you could engage and did it help you rethink uh, your, your outreach strategy for some of your policy issues? We're getting ready to head into an election year. Uh, that should be top of mind for everybody executing a public affairs campaign or thinking about doing it. And we all know that you're gearing up for 2022, which means you're thinking about your budget right now. Um, you know, and this could really help inform some of your, your earned media um, and it can also help and in better inform your public affairs strategy. Should you be focused in other areas that maybe you're not right now? Um, and so all of this is like meant to help you survey that landscape. And then, you know, we are, theoretically are the ones that, that help you uh, navigate that. Yeah. Well, not theoretically. Uh, give us a call. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, um, Need a good captain of your boat. Well, let's get into it. Uh, right, Ryan? I think we've, we've really previewed this well. And if you haven't already, please head to jpa.com backslash public affairs to download the full list yourself. It is available right now. So without any further teasing, let's go. The first thing, the, the why did we want to do this, right? As we've said, Gretel, we have this amazing tool that we use to run all kinds of different parameters on for existing clients, for um, prospective clients. And when Aju and I sat down and had a conversation about what the top policy issues may be in healthcare of 2022, and we had that discussion with Ken and others on our research team, what we ended up finding out by happenstance um, was a list of reporters. And then it morphed into, which I think will be in an upcoming episode, uh, who might be the top influential healthcare organizations. They may not be the big names preview. Um, who might be the top or most influential members of Congress in healthcare and in health policy? Um, definitely may not be the big names. So this conversation started from asking the question of what's going to be hot in 2022, because that's a midterm year. And now we got a byproduct. So Ajo and I decided, hey, let's bring the viewers this top list first, because everybody's talking about how hard it is to get in the media. Yeah. And Gretel is an amazing tool that essentially continuously scrapes the internet, online conversations to identify audiences 
stakeholder audiences and what are they talking about if they're talking to one one another how uh, deeply are they talking about a subject matter who are they reaching is an extremely powerful tool that again really informs our influence approach here at JPA and specifically for the public affairs team we're all about influence and connectivity we need to know um, how to measure influence, and we also need to know who are they influencing. So obviously, if you want to reach a specific audience or you want to impact a particular issue, you want to reach the people who have a specific influence in that area, not just influence overall, right? And so I can't wait to get into this. I wish we had the Sports Center Top 10 um, music to go with this, but I think we should dive right in. So now that we've sort of established why it's kind of important to reassess your approach, relook at your media list, right? And then prioritize your media list with your issues and maybe look at better, more efficient ways um, to engage with media, we can kind of preview the list in our, in our rankings. Okay, so the way that we've broken this up is um, by who influences who, okay? So there's three main categories. The first category are the top Beltway policy reporters. These are reporters who are inside the Beltway in the Washington area. Their beat is specifically health policy, um, or they write on a lot of health policy issues that have larger trends sort of surrounding them, have a national implication, right? Um, then we have an overall policy discussion. Now, that's probably a more broad scope of reporters and of outlets. It's less concentrated geographically. Um, and then the third bucket is health journalism. In other words, which reporters or reporting are other outlets and reporters reading? Uh, I'm sure anyone who's watched cable news, right, or who reads a top-tier publication has to notice from time to time that so many of those publications are reporting on the news broken by other publications. Um, so reporters definitely do influence reporters. And while that might be a no-brainer for Ajwa and I uh, or others in the PR space, if your organization is looking to up those earned media efforts and look at for better, more effective ways to engage with the media, then obviously you're going to want to look at reporters where uh, other media outlets may be reading their reporting. They may be uncovering issues that are not necessarily mainstream now, but could be mainstream later. And that's really important. So those are the three main buckets um, that, we've, that we've curated so far. All right. So if you're looking to, if you're focused on inside the Beltway health policy, um, you know, then somebody like Sarah Cliff is going to be your top target. Gretel did all of the analysis that we had explained before, right? Looked at all kinds of parameters, specifically focusing on Twitter data and conversations surrounding that and ranked her as the top Beltway policy reporter. Close second is Dan Diamond, previously at Politico, now at the Washington Post. Um, third, we have Margot Singer-Katz with the upshot at the New York Times. We have Julie Rovner at Kaiser Health News. 
Joanne Keenan at Politico, Jennifer Havercorn at the LA Times, Liz Zabo at Kaiser Health News. So Kaiser Health News, uh, that's two top 10 rankings for Inside the Beltway reporters. Pretty impressive. Coming in at number nine, we have Dr. Sanjay Gupta at CNN. That may be a surprise for some people, especially when you're thinking Inside the Beltway. I thought that was kind of an interesting uh, nugget here. And coming in at number 10, the third Kaiser Health News reporter for Inside the Beltway, Jordan Rao. So that's an impressive list. Three reporters from the same outlet. Yeah, well, first of all, Kaiser is killing it. That's what this basically tells us. I do want to say yay for Julie being so high on this list. She's a veteran. She's been around forever. Uh, It was just great to see that, hey, she's she's there. She's up there, um, even online, in online conversations. I think uh, for those in the Beltway, Sarah Cliff and Dan Diamond do not come as a surprise to you, right? And so this is great because it it perhaps validates internally for you all that time spent with those two and trying to reach those two because now you can say to your your organization, hey, they are the top two um, influential health policy reporters in the Beltway. And that is why I'm spending time to ensure that my issue, our issue is getting covered by them in a positive, positive way. And it's really important that, you know, when you're looking at the list, of course, you're going to have, you go to the website, you download the 50, right? So you'll have, you have the top 10 we just shared with you, but you'll have the full list of 50. Now there are hundreds of reporters in this list. Okay. But you'll right. have the top 50. This is a way that you can inform your strategy now, but you also have to come up with a strategy of what value are you going to provide them? You can't just go up to them and tug on their virtual sleeve, right? By way of email or leave them voicemails all the time saying, please cover me. It means reading their stuff, engaging with their material. Ajo mentioned, you know, Julie, she has such a reputation and people read her stuff. They seek those articles out and that coverage. And so it's really important that they include that methodology in your earned media approach. And of course, JPA can help with that shameless plug if you need it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love the shameless plugs. There you, you know go. What I thought was interesting, Ryan, and we're talking about a targeted earned media approach. Basically, what we're saying is don't do earned media the outdated way. Don't just pull a list and send a press release and call it a day. No. Make sure that your list is curated to your issue and to your need and it will be effective and actually uh, churning out media placements. Funnily enough, I was on a client call the other day and I mentioned, oh yeah, we do press for this other client that you've been reading in the news. And they said, oh really? Because sometimes I wonder how they get those media placements and I don't always think they're deserved. And I had a good hearty laugh at that because I said, well, <laughs> we can do that for you too. Get undeserved media attention. Exactly. Uh, right. And right? it just goes to show you that because we use tools like Gretel to inform who we're reaching out to, it translates into success, you know, and that's, you know, again, going back to the genesis of how we came up with this whole idea um, for doing this list. So um, in terms of the overall, the national list, um, I'm going to read it. There's going to be some new names on there, but some other not so new names. So topping the list, 
you know, we had Dr. Sanjay Gupta down sort of at the bottom 10 of the Beltway policy. He's now number one in the overall policy space. Now, that's not surprising, right? Dr. Gupta has not only been a longtime fixture in sort of the uh, television space or the television medical space, but he's also somebody who is acutely aware of the different policy changes that go on and frequently infuses a lot of that into his coverage. And that translates into a social media presence. So naturally, he's going to top the list. Uh, we have Liz Zabo coming in at number two. Then we have Sarah Cliff, who drops from number one on our previous list to number three. At number four, we have a new character, but for some inside the Beltway, they may know him, uh, Matthew Herper at Stat. Uh, Dan Diamond drops down to number five. Joanne Keenan at number six. Julie uh, gets to number seven. Margot Sanger-Katz at number eight. Scott Hensley uh, with NPR jumps up to number nine in the top 10 overall policy list. And rounding out the list um, is actually the same number 10 value, Jordan Rao at Kaiser Health News. He ranked the, the 10th in 10th position in all three of our lists. Um, so in some ways, you could say that he's the most well-rounded uh, reporter as identified by Gretel. I think that was so cool. Um, and I don't think it should also come as a surprise that Sanjay Gupta will be number one when we're talking about who is a health policy media personality or reporter that overall outside of the Beltway is being paid attention to. Um, of course, you know, uh, cable TV is a huge platform. Uh, but that also tells you that perhaps if you really want to have that surround sound approach, meaning inside and outside the beltway, and you're really targeting the general public awareness on specific issues, then TV is still the king. I would totally love to jump into the next list if you like me, Ryan. Yeah, definitely. So this is my personal favorite list. Oh, um, oh okay. <laughs> then you yeah. Can do this. I, I like I like the health journalism list. This one this one was my favorite um, because again I thought it was so unique in our analysis. What the research team brought to bear, right, was okay. What reporters are influencing other reporters, other coverage? So the guy that tops the list, which I was actually very surprised about, was Matthew Herper at Stat News. Now he made the top five in the previous list we just discussed but he made the number one position here. Um, now, Liz Zabo at Kaiser Health News made the number two position again, so she's got a second place position uh, in two different lists. Scott Hensley jumps up to number three. Sarah Cliff jumps down one position to number four. Joanne Keenan jumps back up to number five. Now we have a new name, Carla Johnson with the Associated Press. Um, Associated Press, probably not surprising that other news outlets read their stuff, um, but she does jump up to number six position, which I think is actually a really, really interesting move. Um, Julie Robner again appears at number seven. Then we have a new name appearing in position eight, Gina Collada with the New York Times. Um, then Dan Diamond jumps down to number nine. And of course, as we said, uh, Jordan Rao occupies position 10. So that's the, those are the people who other reporters, other media outlets are either citing in their social media posts, are citing within their stories, 
or that we know other reporters are actually reading their stuff and using it in their coverage as well. So you could use these lists interchangeably, right? You can find commonalities in the list. If I scroll down all the way to, you know, some of the, the 30s and 40s within the list, you're still going to find big names and top tier outlets, but it's not going to be something that's going to give you consternation and say, well, oh my gosh, if I go to Kaiser Health News, um, I'm not going to get seen in the New York Times. You don't want to be seen in the New York Times if that's what this list is telling you. You know, so that's the that's what we are attempting to do here. We're attempting to shake you out of your your old prism of thinking and get rid of that chronic condition, right? And get you to think differently about how you use your lists and how you engage with them. I thought that was an interesting point here. Yeah, and I and I just want to sort of shout out some of the other outlets that appear on our top fifty list. Um, CQ Health Beat, my old. Uh, Stomping Grounds appears there uh, with Rebecca Adams. I was very happy to see that. Uh, uh, obviously, Medscape, uh, Axios, uh, and even some of the, the Beltway dailies, like the Washington uh, Bureau of the Wall Street Journal, Stephanie Armour. And so really, we invite you to, to check out the, the total list and like, like Ryan said, you shouldn't be just focusing on even the top 10. We just wanted to, you know, pique your interest with the top 10, but they're very uh, great reporters on this list. And we can, the beauty of this tool is that we can drill down even further to your issue. So who is influential in your issue area is also possible and we invite you to contact us. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, a few shout outs of my own, um, you know, to uh, Bruce Japson over at Forbes. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of folks know him, know his reporting, um, definitely has the business focus and the inside track, but appears in the top 50. So a top 50 of these three categories, again, you're going to see a lot of those names. I'm glad you called out Stephanie Armour at the Wall Street Journal. Um, you know, there's a lot of good names here. And so again, Shameless plug, go to jpa.com slash public affairs, click the button that says download the reporter rankings. It's, it'll be a short, very easily digestible list. You can use the names uh, in the list for any of the media platforms that you already have, right? So if you're using Cision or something else for your media outreach, you can use these names as a way to find them. Um, you know, but you'll also see some freelancers on there too, I noticed, um, in the top 50. And if, let's say you wanted to approach JPA and say, you know what, I want the top 25 reporters covering X issue or X industry, we can do a whole map where we can create not only the conversations, map out the conversation of your issue, but then we can also go in and do a custom reporter list like this for you. Um, and that's something that, you know, only we can provide um, in terms of, of this technology and how we're using the rankings. So that's pretty cool. And we're happy to do it for you. So happy. Just don't send us hate mail. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh Exactly. <laughs> no, um, I, 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 again, this is such a cool tool that honestly, I wish I had um, 
sooner in my career. And so we're just so excited to roll this out. And we're already putting this to use for our clients at JPA Health. It's already been very useful. Because um, even if you work with other people in your organization, or even your agency that don't do public affairs, um, and so for some, whatever reason, need to know what reporters to reach out to on a particular issue. It's been very helpful to say, actually, we have a list that we can refer to. Uh, so anyway, Ryan, I think we should wrap it up. Uh, do yeah. we? Yeah. Let's, let's wrap it. Let's leave it there for everybody. Um, thank you all for listening and joining us. Of course, don't forget jpa.com slash public affairs. You can find the list there. And Ajwa and I both promise that we won't let this list go stagnant. We're going to refer to it throughout uh, uh, the rest of the season of this podcast. Um, and we'll keep it updated. And if anything jumps out at us, we'll definitely keep you updated, but we hope to hear your thoughts too. And thanks for joining us for episode four of the Elevate podcast. And we'll see you next time. That was a great sign off, Ryan.